We are so blessed that you're listening today uh, with us. I appreciate that. Um, grace be unto you and peace. Number 150723, A Year with the Church Fathers. Flee to the Church. St. Irenaeus of Lyons was an expert of heresies. You might say he wrote the book on them. Everyone who thinks he's smarter than the church says St. Irenaeus is doomed to failure. To keep from being caught up in that failure, we should run to the church and stay there. Those who desert the preaching of the church call into question the teachings of the holy elders. They don't even consider how much more a religious man is worth, even in private life, than a blasphemous and insolent pseudo-intellectual. That's what all the heretics are, and all those who imagine they've found something more beyond the truth. Following all the heresies I've talked about, they go on their way in all different directions with no uh, agreement, and foolishly they don't always keep the same opinions about the same things. They're like the blind leading the blind. They deserve to fall into the ditch of ignorance that runs along their path, always looking for the truth and never finding it. We should avoid their teachings and be careful not to be injured by them. Instead, we should flee to the church and be brought up in her bosom and be nourished with the Lord's Scripture. St. Arrhenius against heresies 5.20.2 In God's presence consider do I trust the church to lead me in true teachings or do I keep certain mental reservations about some teachings as if someone I knew better and somehow I knew better as well Closing prayer Father sow the seeds of truth in my heart and let them grow into obedience to the faith and your church. Through the Year with Thomas Merton Cause of Great Joy I am finding myself forced to admit that my lamentations about my writing job have been foolish. At the moment, the writing is one thing that gives me access to some real silence and solitude. Also, I find that it helps me to pray because when I pause at my work, I find that the mirror inside me is surprisingly clean and deep and serene, and God shines there and is immediately found without hunting, as if he had come close to me while I was writing, and I had not observed his coming. And this, I think, should be the cause of great joy, and to me, it is the sign of Jonas. Magnificat, July number 2023. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 10, verses 24 through 33. Jesus said to his disciples, No disciple is above his teacher, no slave above his master. It is enough for the disciple that he become like his teacher, for the slave that he became like his master. If they have called the master of the house Bezerubal, then you know more those of his household. Therefore, do not be afraid of them. Nothing is concealed 
that will not be revealed, nor a secret that will not be known. What I say to you in the darkness shall be in the light as well. What you hear whispered, proclaim on the hilltops and and housetops. And do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. Are not two sparrows sold for a small coin? Yet not one of them falls to the ground without your father's knowledge. Even all the hairs of your head are still counted. So do not be afraid. You are worthy more than many sparrows. Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my heavenly Father. But whoever denies me before others, I will deny before my heavenly Father. Meditation of the day, conformed to the Master. The one so good and so great desires you to embrace him and is waiting to embrace you. He inclines toward you the flower of his head, pierced with the many thorns, and caused you to receive the kiss of peace, as if saying, See how I was disfigured, transfixed, and beaten in order that I might place you upon my shoulder, my straying sheep, and bring you back to the paradise of heavenly pastures. Do something now yourself. Be moved with pity for my wounds, and such as you see me, See me as a seal on your heart, as a seal on your arm, so that in every motion of your heart, in every deed of your hands, you may resemble me who am wearing the seals you behold. Informing you, I conformed you to the likeness of my divinity. To reform you, I conformed myself to the likeness of your humanity. You who did not keep the imprint of my divinity stamped on you when you were made, keep at least the imprint of your own humanity stamped on me when you were reformed. If you did not stay as I created you, stay at least as I recreated you. If you fail to understand how great were the powers I granted you in creating you, understand at least how great were the mysteries and miseries I accepted for you in your humanity, in recreating you and in reforming you for joys much greater than those for which I had originally formed you. I became human and visible so that you might see me and so love me, since unseen and invisible in my divinity, I had not been properly loved. As a price for my incarnation and passion, Give me yourself, for whom I became flesh and for whom I suffered. I gave myself to you, now give yourself to me. O most sweet and good Jesus, Father of lights, from whom proceeds every good and every perfect gift, look down mercifully upon us who humbly confess you and truly know that we can do nothing without your help. You have yourself in payment for us. Grant that although we are little worthy of such a price, we may be so completely and fully restored to your favor that conforming to the image of your passion, we may also be reformed to the image of your divinity. God's Little Instruction Book, number one, two, and three by Honor Books. Golden Nugget 
number one, inspired by Psalm 27, chapter 27, verse 3. Fear makes the wolf bigger than he is. Though a mighty arm marches against me, my heart shall know no fear. I am confident that God will save me. Golden Nugget number two, inspired by Proverbs chapter 10, verse 7. Beware lest your footprints on the sands of time leave only the marks of a heel. The memory of the righteous will be a blessing, but the name of the wicked will rot. Golden Nugget number three, Psalms chapter 144, verse 15. The happiness of every country depends upon the character of its people rather than the form of its government. Happy is that people whose God is the Lord. Chesterson, day by day. St. Smithen's Day. Only in our romantic country do you have the romantic thing called weather. Beautiful and changeable as a woman. The great English landscape painters, neglected now like everything that is English, have this salient distinction that the weather is not the atmosphere of their picture, it is the subject of their pictures. They paint portraits of the weather. The weather sat to Constable, the weather posed for Turner, and the deuce of a pose it was. In the English painters, the climate is the hero. In the case of Turner, a swaggering and fighting hero, melodramatic but magnificent, the tall and terrible protagonist, robbed in rain and robed in rain as well, thunder and sunlight, fills the whole canvas and the whole foreground. Rich colors actually look more luminous on a gray day because they are seen against a dark background and seem to be burning with a luster of their own. Against a dim sky, all flowers look like fireworks. There is something strange about them, at once vivid and secret, like flowers traced in fire in the grim garden of a witch. A bright blue sky is necessarily the highlight in the picture, and its brightness kills all the bright blue flowers. But on a gray day, the landspur looks like fallen heaven. The red daisies are really the lost red eyes of the day, and the sunflower is the vice-regent of the sun. Lastly, there is this value about the color that men call colorless, that it suggests in some way the mixed and troubled average of existence, especially in its quality of strife, as strife and expectation and promise. Gray is a color that also seems on the eve of changing to some other color, of brightening into blue, blanching into white, or breaking into green or gold. So we may be perpetually reminded of the indifferent hope that is in doubt itself. And when there is gray weather on our hills or gray hair on our heads, perhaps they may still remind us of the morning. Perfection and reflection. 
Hospitality is respected in other faiths, but Christianity has emphasized hospitality as a duty and a responsibility. At the same time, gratitude for hospitality is no less a duty and a responsibility for Christians. He who learns to be grateful to men for hospitality will also know how to be grateful to God for hospitality. For what are we here on earth but the guests of God? And what are the angels in heaven but the guests of God? A story is told of King Philip of Macedonia, how he severely punished one of his courtiers for ingratitude. The king sent this courtier overseas to fulfill a task for him. The courtier accomplished the task and started off for home by boat. A tempest destroyed the boat, and the courtier found himself in the waves. Fortunately, he was not too far from land, and a fisherman saw the man drowning, hurried to his assistance with his small boat, and brought him ashore. After he had recovered and rested, the courtier returned to the king and related his misfortune in the tempest at sea. The king, wishing to reward the courtier, asked him if there was a gift he could give him. The courtier mentioned the fisherman and told the king that he would like, most of all, to be given the fisherman's property by the sea. The king immediately granted the courtier his wish. When the courtier settled on the property of his greatest benefactor, the fisherman, in great despair, went to the king and related the entire tale with lamentation, saying that he had saved the life of the courtier, who had now ousted him from his home. Upon hearing this, the king became furious with ungrateful courtier with the ungrateful courtier, and ordered that he be branded on his forehead with the words, an ungrateful guest. If you put all the love of mothers into one, it would still not equal the love of the heart of Mary for her children. Ancient wisdom for today's world. Love is patient and kind. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. Consequently, to be discouraged by the misfortunes that happen, to fly into a rage with those who are the cause of them, to stop loving them, Isn't that perhaps dodging the will of a wise God? Watch yourself for fear lest the evil that is setting you at odds with your neighbor derives not from your neighbor, but from your own heart. Hurry to be reconciled with him in case you are breaking the commandment of brotherly love. Be on your guard against neglecting this commandment. It can make you a child of God But if you break it, you become a child of hell. To envy or to be envied, to cause hurt or to receive it, to offend or to be offended, to persist in a suspicion, all this is an obstacle to love between friends. A neighbor of yours perhaps has been a trial to you, and you've been so cross about it as to begin to hate him. Don't let yourself be overcome with hatred, but overcome hatred with love. In practical terms, pray sincerely for him. Accept his apologies. 
Make yourself his champion. Take on yourself the responsibility for your trials and bear the situation with courage until the clouds disperse. Maximus the Confessor, Centuries on Charity.